Express. Talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. The headphones are starting. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Mom, welcome to New York City. In my clothes, don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back out, they taxing them roll. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it, came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she instilled in me. Still with me, pain plus work. Shit, she made me milk this game for all this work. That's right. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'm calling guts every time, drag my nuts every time, homie. We make a great combination, don't we? Me in the face, mom. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents the I'm Not Dave Wrestling Podcast. And like always, I got my man Manny here. What's going on, good sir? What's going on, everybody? It's been a minute. Oof, this has definitely been a minute because we was looking at a whole different wrestling uh, landscape last time we did an episode. I know, uh, right? <laughs> I felt like it feels like the last time we did an episode was the world pre-COVID, and then now we're doing an episode and. Now we're wearing masks and we're under lockdown. <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon is out. It's a whirlwind, whirlwind world. Uh, Vince out. Triple H is in. Uh, Triple H yeah. has taken command of you know the talent and pretty much storylines officially in WWE. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon had to step down for nasty business re- reasons. Uh, it was just some fiendish ways. Fiendish yeah, it was ways. just some wild stuff going on there. But uh, if, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this show, y'all already know what it is. But we haven't talked about it together. Um, I guess what I want to ask you is, like, what is Vince's legacy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, because he didn't get to leave out on his own, own terms, mm-hmm. right? He pretty much had to, no, nah, you got to get out of here. That, that's what they're doing too much. You wild and you got to go. So he had to step down. And now that's like to see is kind of like it's just been tarnished to me. I don't know how anybody else feel like we yeah, know, um, you know we know WWE is going to be always known for Vince McMahon, but I just I just wish it didn't play out the end in this way, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Um, this is a very complicated figure. I mean, he was a complicated figure before we all knew right <laughs> what was going on and 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 up up there in Stanford, Connecticut. You know, with this, you know, you know, Wall Street Post, uh, Washington Post. Is it Wall Street Journal? Or is it Wall? I think it was the Wall Street Journal. I'm not sure. One of um, them. One of them. Somebody but um, I, I think it's I I think it's the Wall Street Journal, but I, I could be wrong. If y'all hear this, correct me. Yeah. Oh well. Um, but anyway, like yeah, before we kind of found out why his ouster, his event, what led to his eventual ouster, I think he was a complicated figure. You know, Vince is a is a very complicated figure and and i and i hate this world we live in now where we just want to look at things as just black or white you're either good all the time good or you're bad all the time like most people whether celebrities 
fig, you know, public figures, just regular people, regular everyday people are more complicated than that. You know what I mean? Everybody like, got some shit with them. Everybody's complicated. Right. You know, our own parents are complicated. You know, our right, grandparents right, are complicated. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, like my grandfather, love him to death. He was racist. He, he didn't like black people. You know, <laughs> his daughter ended up marrying a black man. You know what I mean? It's like people are complicated. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you, you know what I mean? I know I'm getting off the subject a little bit, but no, but no, no. You're right on the subject because I mean, I I think that encapsulates encapsulates Vince McMahon because it's like someone who adores Martin Luther King, but also goes on live TV and says <laughs> right, the N word. Right, you're like, exactly. wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's just it. Listen, I think I look at Vince McMahon of two minds. Like obviously, we don't ha- we're not doing this. You and I right. are not doing this. Wade Keller's not doing what he's doing. You know, Dave Meltzer's not doing what he's doing. Cam, all of our friends, everybody that we know within the wrestling circle or whatever, everybody that does a show about wrestling, talking about wrestling, we are not doing what we're doing without Mr. Man. And I don't think that's hyperbole. I think that's just fact. He, he spearheaded what wrestling eventually became. He took it out of the, you know, like you like like he likes to say, the smoky bingo halls, Territories. the wrestling halls, yeah, yeah. and put it in big arenas with show. You know, he based, wrestling basically ended up replacing what the circus was and what the circus ah, like yeah, good vibe ended up being. You know what I mean? He basically made it, he made it mainstream. This, <laughs> he made it mainstream, yeah. and he gets credit for that. Listen, the golden era with Hulk Hogan and and Macho Man and all that. He was spearheading that. And then, of course, the second boom period, arguably the biggest boom period wrestling has ever had in the Attitude Era mm-hmm. and during the Monday Night Wars, he was the main figure in that. So you got to give that man credit where credit is due. And I think Vince McMahon, I think he, I think it became cool to kind of criticize Vince at the end, of course, because he did become so out of touch and so just his booking just became so bad at and, points. And, and I, think, I think that's the thing. I think because it's a generation behind us that, you know, that miss certain things, they don't mm-hmm. know oh, this guy's out of touch. Like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Right. But you still saw glimpses here and there where maybe he not out of touch, but then, you know, you have five things. And a lot of doing. the things and a lot of the things he was kind of right about. Like, I know that's controversial. It's kind of spicy to say, but I think Vince always looked at how does this play on a mainstream field? Right. Like, how does you take this? This indie act and put it on a mainstream setting. How does that work? And I feel like a lot of times people don't want to admit it, but I think he was I think he was more right than he was wrong. Now the times he was wrong, he was epically wrong. Right? Yeah. But I, I think this man is a is is I think he I think towards the end, towards the latter, I say the last 15 years, I think did so much negative to his goodwill with fans that I think people started to forget that for a point he was a good booker and was a smart guy, a smart businessman. He's always been a smart businessman, but always had a great, a smart wrestling mind. Even if you didn't always agree with all the things that he was trying to push wrestling to with sports entertainment and all that (laughs) other nonsense. It goes, but it goes with every little athlete that we know, like look, Jordan, where eventually Jordan couldn't fly. You know what I mean? Like eventually Joe Montana slowed down. Eventually, like it's just a thing of, you know, his mind probably was still there as far as I'm still want to do this. But as far as people, it was kind of like a little bit out of touch. 
And I mean, yeah. and, 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 and that's just gonna happen with old age because you're stuck in your own ways. You can see it. Listen to his interviews recently. You know, you just like, oh, you know, he's a man that if he feels something, if feels a certain type of way or something, he's gonna stick with it. And I think he got caught up, or he got trapped in the last what five to seven years of tripping up into storylines. Like, uh, yeah. nah, we, we really don't care for Daniel Bryan, but the fans love him, so we got to go right. with it. So he kind of <laughs> like just fumbled his way into it, fumbled his way into the um, Austin Aries. But prior to all those other things, it was like, no, Vince really had a run. He had a run. He had a yeah. run in the 80s, and he had a big run with the Attitude Era. So it was just like, yeah. I mean – as much as issues I do, you know, things that I don't like that he did and, you know, this whole paying people off thing, it is what it is. Oh, and it's, listen, this, this is nasty business this when you look us, at it. This isn't us, like, you know, trying to throw a blanket on that stuff. I mean, oh, look, no. Like, and I said, I said it, I look at it with two minds. I look at Vincent Mann, the wrestling promoter, and his legacy there. And then, of course, you can't underscore the last 15 years where it's been bad bro like it's it's been bad it's 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 almost been it's almost been hard to not almost it's been hard to just defend it even I'm, and i'm not i'm not calling myself a Vince man fan in no way but it's been hard to even praise the guy because the booking has been so bad the product has been so bad Stunning that right. you just it, it almost just you almost was just like bro just go just go sit on a beach go <laughs> go do something bro just he, leave it to somebody else i don't he, care who it is at this point just he leave was, it to somebody else he was leaning too much on his uh acts but you know he was leaning on brock he was leaning on roman he was leaning on brock he was leaning on roman and eventually you know while you know people enjoyed this different incarceration of brock lesnar still like can we get something different? Can we get something different? Can we get something different? But when we did get different, now I will say to you know to his credit, when we did get different, fans are gonna always be fans. So you know how that go. Just look at the yeah. example of Liv Morgan. Oh, it was a love fest when she won a title. Not so much now. And I'm not saying it's her fault. Maybe the booking was a little off. You know, you know what they decided to do with the ending of the um uh the match with uh. Man, well, I can't even think of her name. Rhonda. Yeah, well, Rhonda, you know, maybe you should have tapped out at three, not two. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> so little small things you could have did. So I blame that mostly on that, you know, course corrected something like that, not her as a person or her character. But fans, we are spoiled, and we get in our ways. And I think with AEW coming around, no matter how the ratings look, that got more eyes, you know, on something different. And that was pressure. No matter what you want to say, that was a sense of pressure because it was new eyes and older people who grew up with WWE are maybe getting sick of it. Like, hey, let me check this out. Oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, did, you know, Daniel Bryan over there. Let me check this out. So it's just the thing of I think things worked out how they worked out, right? He's out of there. He didn't die. Everybody that was always the big thing. Oh, you know, Vince going to die before he give up that spot. But things happen you know you got stephanie and uh con as co i don't know how that works <laughs> that's some off yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's, the yeah, office we could, we could talk about that we could talk about that after after we get done with this segment but yeah listen i just want to wrap up my, my point on mr man all right listen he's a complicated figure you know he is he is the father of modern day wrestling as we know it as, as what we as what how we talk about it today Vince McMahon is the, the 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 key figure of that, and and I think we have to be grateful for that man and what he did for the wrestling industry. But I also think you can look at him and say, 
He's a trash human being who did some really foul, fucked up shit to people, and he paid the price for it. And I think that you could look at it either way. But that's my point. Like, people are complicated. It's not black and white. It's not, oh, Vince is a god. It's not Vince is vile. It's it's a little bit of both. It's a lot of both, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's so, you know, it is what it is, man. But, yeah, it's crazy to think that we, we're living in a post-Vince McMahon Never world. thought I've, I have You know when I thought this was going to happen? When I when I make a clean Blake wrestling, I thought that's when it was going to happen. Yeah. And I thought yeah. Triple H was going you know, to be so old, you know, he may not want to do it, but, you know, it happened. Um, now, now I, I'll say this, though. Everybody's basically acting like the guy's dead. He's still the majority shareholder. Oh, well, yeah, 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 but he's not. Know? So it's not like, you know. He's gone and gone forever. Like I, I know he's not involved in the day-to-day operations of running the company anymore. I, but but he, at the end of the day, he's still majority shareholder. When this company sells, he is going to be the reason it sells, and he is going to make a lot of money off of it. So let, let's not act like – I'm not saying you are, but I'm just saying like no. let's not act like this man is just basically gone forever. No, I mean gone. He, he's gone as far as – Behind the curtain, yeah, he's gone forever. Is not he's not coming yeah. back to booking and creative and all that. Like, I, yeah, but as far as like, like, so like, I, and I'm saying that because like people are like, oh well, like I haven't seen like wholesale changes. Well, I don't think you're gonna see no, like see complete him. just <laughs> wholesale change. He still owns the company. Well, <laughs> not like, not that, but what I'm saying is the changes that you're gonna see. This is gonna take a time thing. You probably won't see Triple H's clear vision into a problem sometime around this year, next year. Because it's steps. He can't come in and say, no, I'm going to blow everything up. No. You see the thing with, uh, uh, let's look Kevin Owens. Oh, you kind of turning him back to where he was, you know, prevent Subtle getting things. his hands on him. Yeah. You know, you know, you starting to bring back your NXT people that you were rocking with. Like, I did, but Destin Loomis was not one of them I was expecting to come back. While I think it's a great mid-card, and he'll probably be a good mid-card at. I just didn't expect it. When I saw it last night, I was like, oh, shit. You know, Dakota Kai, uh, uh, um, who else? Sky, or what would they change? Yeah, Eo Shot, Eo Shot, whatever day what they want to call it. I'm just like, okay, I'm seeing your vision because I, when I'm starting to grasp or what I always had a vision of, Triple H wants his things to run like a comic book, right? So if you got something going on in the Avengers, and, you know, you drift off to the Iron Man comic. What ramifications are going to be what happened in the Avengers comic? You know what I mean? He wants everything to kind of be in sync. Now, is that going to happen with NXT? I think that's going to be like a really slow process. But you can tell he's course correcting a lot of the superstars that he has. Well, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they needed to be changed anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think. Well, I think the, a, the, the changes won't be wholesome because I think that Vince still is going to eventually sell this company. So that that's another layer to this that I don't even think people have really truly gasped. Like he, there's still a possibility of a sale at some point. So I don't think they're going to just basically go complete, just bonkers, changing everything up. They still got to sell it and still maintain ratings and still maintain a level of consistency. This is a publicly traded company. Right. Know, but when so- I say change, I mean, this is how Vince, no, no, this Vince book and this is how I'm a book. That's what that's right, changed. Right, 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 right. That's and I was I was getting to that. Like, yeah, like so I'm just I'm just telling to the people that like are like, oh, basically, like we want war games tomorrow night. Like, <laughs> it, like it, you know, like slow your roll there, buddy. 
Like yeah. it's, it's there's levels to this, right? There, there's there's a business aspect to this too. There's a Wall Street component to this that I don't think people are truly investing in. But as far as the but 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 the fun part, right? The creative part. Um, I just think I don't even think it's that deep with Triple H. I think he's just I think he's just an adult in the room. I think like an actual like adult in the room that's like, yo, why are we doing this silly shit? Let's like let's get back to basics. Let's get back to, back to like booking one on one, make sensible storylines with sensible characters, people in their right roles, not right. this silly shit of like, oh, we're going to have a baby face that like most of the crowd hates or, you know, we're going to have guys that are heels even though they're cheered. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sensible stuff. Kind of like with the Becky thing. Sense. Like, I'm not going to beat, I'm not going to fight with the fans. Right. They want her baby exactly. face. Let's make her baby face. Right. They want her a baby face. They should have never cha- turned her to begin with. Let's, ter- let's, let's turn her. Kevin Owens is one of the one of the most talented performers we have in this entire company. Let's start investing in him and making him that guy. Yeah, you, you know, slowly but surely. <laughs> you running around every week fighting about who this man really is was just too much. Was and dumb. I, yeah. Was dumb. Was dumb and a poor use of Kevin Owens. Let let's fix that. You know, it's like it's it's like it's like it's like you as a parent when you have that like that 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 child of yours that's like just 19 and doesn't know how to save money and doesn't know how to like do adult things and you step in and be like all right look this is what we're gonna do we're gonna balance the checkbook this is what we're gonna make a budget and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and here and no you're not gonna spend you're not gonna eat out every night you're gonna learn how to cook you know what i mean you're gonna do this you know like it's just like an adult in the room finally coming in and be like no guys this is how we're doing this this is what we're gonna do this is this is our vision this is our focus this is how we're gonna write this is how we're gonna do this you know what i mean like that's what i think triple h is his biggest impact is going to be and yeah they're gonna be some some sprinkles of his old vision as far as the nxt black and gold you're already seeing it with dakota kai and 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 eo shirai sky whatever the hell they want to call her um, you know, you're seeing it with Dexter Loomis. You're seeing it with with Karrion Cross. Who I, I that's the one that threw me for a loop. I just did not expect that. Yeah, one. we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that because that's um, just, yeah. I got thoughts about that one too, but <laughs> but but yeah, you're already starting to see it with with the different little uh, sprinkles there that he's he's trying to throw in there. But yeah, man, I I think um, I think that's the biggest thing. I think Triple H has just kind of restored some order into the room yeah that too and it's just it's just it feels like it actually feels like everybody has some weight off their shoulder i'm talking about from the performers to the commentary because you can tell michael cole is just oh yeah michael <laughs> cole's living his best life. yeah he's it's like nice. ain't nobody in my ear no more hey i'm going out yeah i'm going out doing what i want to do it just yeah. feels like like weight has been relieved and people can like you know get room to actually grow and not I don't know whatever Vince vision. You no, know, whatever Vince vision was, it was what it was. Right? However, he liked certain things. It just felt like nobody really got the opportunity to go out there and try something, try and fail, for good or bad. Just go out there and try stuff. It, it, it look. Vince was a dictator, and Triple H is more of like a president. You know what I mean? With a cabinet and putting people in place that, you know, do different things where it's like, hey, it's a collaborative effort. You know, I'm in charge, but, you know, I want to see, I want to hear your input. I want to, hey, what do you guys, I, like, that's what I feel like Triple H is doing as opposed to Vince. Vince is Fidel. Everything runs through him. Everything is viewed through his eyes. Everything is, he controls everything. While it's like, nah, you know, let's liaison this shit a little bit. Like, yo, you know what I mean? I got talent. I got guys. Yo, Roman, what do you think? Here's this promo. What do you, how do you want to cut it? You want to do this? You know, hey, you know, here's your key points, but, you know, you know, okay, we got this talent. Okay, well, you know, like, 
that's what I think Triple H is doing. I think he's again. It's I, I going back. It's just in a, a different vibe, a different energy. It's like an adult in the room when that when that adult that's in control, but it's in it, but not in a chaotic way. Mm-hmm. It just kind of relieves that tension from everybody. Like, all right, I could just go out there and wrestle, do my thing, and not have this fucking seventy five year old man in my ear yelling stupidity stupidity about nonsense. You know what I mean? It just makes it easier. And, and I think it's another thing of Triple H, you know, going through what he went through as a wrestler, uh, going through what he went through behind the scenes, going through the stuff that he went through physically, and then yeah. ha- having a different perspective. Yeah, this man almost died. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this time last year, you know, this what? This time last year, you know, this man was was going through it for a bit. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think how does that how does that even shape his his mindset too of like maybe he's not like he may, I don't I don't think he's gonna live it every day. Like, let's say, events where it's like, you know what I mean? Where he's just completely fully invested. I mean, this man, not saying that he's not going to be fully invested, but you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to basically, after, when you when you go through something like that, you know what I mean? It changes your outlook. Oh, definitely. And you probably, you know, you, you probably just readjust like, yo, man. I'm, and it probably helps that now that he's gone through that now, he's, he's going to learn how to like, um, pass the task down to different people bringing a team around him you know right. i have other advisors and people that are going to basically you know take on a lot of the heavy duty so that he could just kind of be the liaison a, a ceo type thing like when it comes to the creative type well, creative from, side of things. from reading like last week they saying you know paul Heyman is involved you know you wouldn't have got you I mean you maybe would have got that with vince but it would have been kind of like i guess but how much is you know how much Paul Heyman with handcuffs. Yeah, as right. To, He's like, there, but yeah, he ain't there. To, yeah. This feels like right. more like no. I got some ideas and let's let's shoot the shit and try to figure some stuff out. And another thing, I think with like what you were saying, I think Trevor's looking at it like at the end of the day, he probably like, come on, guys, it's wrestling. You know what I mean? That's how he kind of his perspective there is like it's wrestling. Let's it's not making rocket science. <laughs> like we just out here entertaining him, having you know one piece people to have fun. It just feels like. Some fun has been let into the room and stuff. And I just like, I like right. like the small things. Like, okay, I got Ciampa. Let's let me get him running. Like, him and Bobby put on the match last night. Yeah, like, good match. Good, solid, quality match. It, you know. Yeah, like, I know y'all vision of this guy. He's with the Miz. But let me kind of tweak it a little bit so I, I can show y'all what he was doing in the black and gold if you didn't see that. You know what I mean? So I... And that's I a, and- and that's the other thing too, right? I think that a lot of wrestling fans, especially like the hardcore NXT black and gold nuts, right? Like they think that like the majority of the audience were like tuned in every week and mm-hmm. every pay-per-view and every takeover to NXT. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that we both know that that isn't the case. Oh, like no. I think the majority of and not even saying like because I think even just like because I think if people assume like oh well they weren't they aren't hardcore wrestling fans like I know hardcore wrestling fans that weren't even on NXT like that like then it's like it's cool it's like like me I'm a hardcore wrestling fan but was I watching NXT week in week out enthralled in every story no I wasn't you know I thought it was a good product but you know I, I had my issues with it but I but I thought it was a good product overall but I think but the point is that I don't think that the majority of the audience saw Champa, saw DIY, right. saw these acts that were really great on and, the NXT side of things. And, and so and, I think that you have you have to like be subtle with it. You have to be kind of you in a lot of ways you gotta start from scratch. You gotta build them up. Right. And, and I think that's what Triple H is starting to do. And I think Vince's thing was, no, I don't like it. 
I'm switching it. Whatever he was doing over there. It didn't happen here. It didn't count. Yeah, it it don't matter. Like, okay, we just switching it because it was only, what, averaging, what, 800, 900,000 people? Right. Compared to. And and to a point, he was kind of right. Like. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're getting 800,000, 900,000 people watching, but your main product is getting close to two, yeah, he is kind of right. Like, because you would have, you know, certain kind of receptions from certain people. You know what I mean? Like, like, somebody from NXT come, you might get a lukewarm response. Right, right. It's like a dude that's dropping 40 points a game in, in the G League, and then he comes up to the NBA. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but my dude, what you doing against the Knicks on Tuesday night? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's when the test is going to come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you got a glimpse of it, of, of, a, re- of a reaction from NXT when they had to take over that, what, that weekend? When they had to come from SmackDown, what was it, last year yeah. or two years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and two years ago, I think. People two, were, they were responding, but it took them a while to get going because it was like, I don't know this person, but I'm with it. You know what I mean? So they had to work extra hard. Yeah, it was that. It was that curiosity of like, oh, okay, what is this? Oh, this is that NXT thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. I, oh, this is different. You know what I mean? So mm. it 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 yeah, it's going to be a lot of it is going to be kind of starting from scratch with the NXT side of things, right? With the NXT yeah NXT guys that were quote unquote the Triple H darlings or whatever. Yeah, I think it it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be from scratch. You know what I mean? The guys that are established are good. But the guys like Champa, the guys like Carrying Cross, the guys like you know Loomis, like guys like that, even Dakota Dakota Kai and and and, and yeah, Io Shirai, yeah. like it's going to be a start from scratch type of thing. So start from scratch for fans, but I think as far as Triple H, like I know what you can do. You just got to right, go right, out right, there, right. And, that's, and that's what I mean. Yeah, from you got to right. go out there and just work, just like you did in NXT, but in a, with more people watching you, more eyes on you. And I think I think they did. I well, I want to say they absolutely did a great job of EO with um, Bianca because I thought that match was like okay because you know, I thought Bianca was just gonna smoke her, but I was like, nah, they really having a good match. And you know, EO stood her ground, and of course, the champion Bianca gonna stand her ground because she's the champ. And I just enjoyed that because I felt like under the old regime, it would have been like, nah, you just gonna lose EO. Just you know, take the one, two, three, right, and then y'all just beat her up or something, you know. But it feels like those small changes we're getting, like, not so much of the 50-50. I hope that really goes away. Uh, but I'm not sure if it's going to go away, but I'm hoping it's going to go away. Honestly, bro, like, for me, I just want sensible booking. You know me. I'm more of a storylines guy than a, than a, than, than a in-between-the-ropes the type of guy. Like, obviously, I love a good match just like anybody else, but I'm more about the storyline. You could give me a five-star classic where everybody's doing basically Spanish flies off the top rope on every match move. You know what I mean? That's fine. That's great. (laughs) But I want a story. I want characters that I can get emotionally invested. I want a storyline that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. If you give me that, then I'm, I'm good. I don't, you know, I don't need the bells and whistles necessarily. I just need storylines with compelling characters. And I think that wrestling works when you have great storylines, great characters, compelling storylines. Just look at the boom periods. In the boom periods, the wrestling was kind of second. It was the storyline. But also, too, you instead of shying away and highlighting the you know the three you know, the three initials of the federation or promotion, you were highlighting superstars. Now. Are we gonna get back to that? That's the question. Are you gonna highlight the superstar? Like push Bianca to the moon? 
Or are you right. still going to be WWE first, WWE first, WWE first? Because when you highlighted Stone Cold, when you highlighted The Rock, when you highlighted Angle, when you highlighted Undis, it was a different feeling. Like, it was like almost like, no, I got to see this pay-per-view that's happening. Uh, I got to see this show that's happening. I got to watch Raw. I got to watch SmackDown. I got to see what's going to happen. But now it's like it's been so product driven like wwe wwe right uh, i just i just wonder and that was and i think that'll change because i think that was more of a vince thing yeah vince vince was he didn't trust i, think I don't vince think he was, trusted superstars no more he didn't trust that somebody would leave yeah he didn't try he didn't trust him because he he got he got so much shit from hogan from austin from even rock you know, Rock got so big that he was bigger than Vince. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it, the Rock it was, was like, just, everybody saw the Rock thing happening. We just didn't know it was going to be, oh, you going to be, be right. leading DCEU. What? <laughs> right. So we I did. think Vince just said to himself, I'm never going to let a guy get bigger than me. Right. So I'm going to keep it product first. Right. Yeah. Damn. So I can control it. I don't know if that's going to be the same thing with Triple H. I hope it isn't. Yeah, I hope but it I isn't, too. That, I hope it isn't, too. You know? But so let's I, see. I do think that Roman is like you know on the borderline of well, you could push him, but he ain't might not be there in the next two or three years. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that because he, I mean, he listen, he put in his work. I mean, he, I guess a guy like him deserve it. Like he was there when they were looking for that next star, you know, and they found him and they rode him and they, you know, I just think. I just think there needs to be another chapter of this story, right? Because, okay, y'all rolling tough. You in the bloodline. But we got to have the downfall, right? So how are we going to tell this story? It's going to be interesting to see. Because I'm not a positive there's going to be McIntyre now. I was a couple of months ago. They're probably going to have McIntyre being, but I'm not, I'm not confident on that. Because this whole... Uh, <laughs> I can't think of buddy's name now. What's his name? The guy that just brought Karen back. Cross? Yeah, Karen, I don't know how he plays into the fact of this. Because it looked yeah, like he wanted to smoke the, with both Karen of them. Karen Cross thing was kind of interesting to me, too. Um, I, first of all, you know how I feel about McIntyre. I think if McIntyre beats Roman, I, I, I don't I, – I would not be a fan of that. I think, there's only, I think there should only be one guy right now in the company that should beat Roman. And you know who that is. Um, who, Bobby? I think you know who that is. No. Cody, man. Oh, you know, Cody feels like it's going to be a rumble win and, you know, it's going to be a WrestleMate. For me, that's where I feel like the story going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, 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 that's the only guy that should beat Cody right now. That's the only guy that has that, that, that credibility, and not like credibility like he's better than everybody else, but I feel like that newness and that freshness and that believability, like you've already got a built-in storyline there. To me, McIntyre... Eh, no, that's what and that's and, what I'm thinking at too. Because the cross thing, kind of him beating him up, I'm like, oh, he may just interfere. Even in the before carrying cross, I didn't think like I think it, the McIntyre thing was good for the pay per view. Oh, during, but that's what I'm during. saying. For me, for me, I was thinking, oh, oh McIntyre okay. was gonna be the one to beat him. But after seeing what happened Friday, I'm like, I don't know about that now. I don't think it's gonna happen. But the Cody <laughs> thing seems spot on. And another thing, this injury, while it's bad. Can also be looked at as a blessing because you know how fans can get tired of you quick. So they yes. they still, you know, they he's still gonna have that freshness if he's back by Rumble and you know going to WrestleMania and then I'm LA. He's built up a lot of goodwill and good publicity from the Hell in a Cell match and what yeah. he did there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
now you can just now it's even now you're taking it twofold because a he's not as overexposed and then so now he's coming back as a as a hero and then you got the aspect of oh man this man last time we saw this dude he wrestled with a fucking with, with one arm you know what's so crazy about that the mystique. you know what's fucking crazy about that now I'm not saying he was purposely doing this because y'all know me how I felt about Cody and AEW if you listen <laughs> to the show but it was almost like he was chasing that match in AEW. All the time. Right. But had it in <laughs> WWF. He had the match that he was looking for. Crazy, that's the crazy part. And then the one in the, and then and then in AEW was like scripted, right? And this shit happened organically mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And that's how life is. That's yeah. how wrestling is. Sometimes when you're chasing it, it doesn't happen. And then just when it just happens organically out of nowhere, maybe yeah. by happenstance, that's when it happens. You know what I mean? So um so, yeah. So Cody is goaded. He is goaded. So. Yeah, but I, I but I think that's the only guy. It's not The Rock. The Rock, that match doesn't need a title. So I hope. Oh, yeah. That, that match don't need that, a title. That, at all. That, could, that could, you could save that. I, honestly, I hope they save it for WrestleMania 40. It doesn't need a title. That could just be Roman, Rock, no title, once in a lifetime. Yeah. I've seen a Rock. Who's, that, really that, the, that who's really the head of the table? <laughs> Basically, right. yeah. Right. But this one, if you if Roman loses that championship, it should be to Cody. And the storyline there, D- Dusty, you know, he always wanted to be WWE champion, but never yeah. got the opportunity, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I, it, it's just perfect. Yeah, the story's right he there. And, right. And, and, and I'm glad a story like that is right there for Triple H because it, it's, it would be a lot to see what he do. Like, if he, you know, because it's right there on the table. So all you got to do is just go with it. Easy. Mm-hmm. This, I think, would be a lot of push and pull with it, like playing with it. Doing it, but kind of not doing it. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I I will say I did really enjoy SummerSlam. I maybe more than I should have um, because it was it was basically Vince storylines closing out. So it still kind of felt kind of murky. But I, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the show for what Listen, it was. I, I think outside of the Rumble, because I can remember the Rumble just not being very good. The Rumble match itself and even the pay-per-view just kind of left a lot to be desired outside of the Roman-Seth match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think WWE's had a strong year pay-per-view. Was. Like, I don't think they've had a bad show. Oof. Yeah, I can't remember. But I just... I like, I, now, they've had shows that were better than others. Yeah, they got not do no. But as far as just a, like, a... A trash show? Movie, no, they haven't had a trash show. No, they've had really. This has been a strong rebounding year for them as far as shows. The shows have made sense. They've been they've been fun. They they they've they've had a natural progression as far as a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, even SummerSlam, even though I didn't love the show, I didn't think it was a bad show. I think it was it was good. It was fun. The the thing this is this is what I loved about this year's pay per view so far. The things that needed to be good were good. And that's that's what you want out of a good show. Like you could have your ebbs and flows, but the things that need to, the money, the money when you get when you need the money shot, you get the money shot. Like this year, SummerSlam. The thing yeah. that needed to be good was that Roman Brock match, and it was amazing. It was a insane, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That shit was insane. You know, it's like WrestleMania, the Austin Kevin Owens thing. What needed to be good was great. The Roman thing was great. You know what I mean? Like, so like I feel like the things that have needed to be money have been money. Um, so even SummerSlam, like I didn't love everything. I, I I think I'm in the minority. It feels like with the whole Logan Paul thing. I don't love the whole Logan Paul thing, but I'm not gonna front and sit here and say that he didn't 
impressed me as far as his performance. Oh, he absolutely like, impressed me. Um, no matter how I feel about him outside the ring and what he does and stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, like he's really good at this wrestling thing. Like, yeah, he's good. He's yeah. he's he's naturally gifted athletically, and I and I like that he. I like that celebrities like him, you've seen it with um, with Bad Bunny, they're fans and they respect it. Right. You know what I'm saying? They respect the craft. They respect it enough to put in the work, to go out there, get better, do the work, you know, train up on it. They're not just resting on, oh, I'm Logan Paul, I'm just going to go out here and do some bullshit flips. Like, he's actually trying to better himself and be a wrestler. Even, even fucking bad bunny an international superstar that does that that you could you couldn't even kill for being like oh he's just here for a paycheck like no you could tell he actually likes it enjoys it and put in the work to do it well so yeah i mean but but even that stuff i didn't enjoy all of everything from SummerSlam, but i i, I agree with you it was a good show yeah you know um because uh, a lot of people told me I've been using this word lately and i and i know i'm using the word lately if i say a show is fun that means i enjoyed it I don't really want to psychoanalyze every match. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to know every pay per view doesn't have to be WrestleMania seventeen. No, and that's not supposed to be. <laughs> no, like sometimes, like that's like every movie doesn't need to be Apocalypse Now. Like sometimes it's just like, do I go to a movie? Is it good? Did I enjoy it? Bad. Right. That's yeah, it. That I enjoy myself, and that's what I'm starting to, you know gauge all wrestling AEW, whatever i watch if i'm having fun if i have fun i thought that was a fun show then it was a good show now if it's a match to stand out i can clearly talk about like we just talked about the broken brock and roman match man that was a <laughs> ecw infused match because i was like what the <laughs> fuck is happening right here in this match um the only thing i didn't like is the finish that's the only thing i didn't like about it oh but okay. everything else I mean, was great i get it but it was almost like i right, we, I, I hope this, I hope the Brock Roman thing over, like it has to be. Yeah, with, with, a finish, with a finish like that, I would hope it is. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be over. I don't. I'm not gonna say it has to be over, but I don't want to see it for another two, three years. Like I don't. If, 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 I don't want to see them wrestle because I think one of the set. It's it's crazy. I was just thinking about this the other, uh, that night. They did Brock and Roman so much last decade, right? And it, it never made sense because you had Roman as the face, Brock as the heel, when everybody wanted it in reverse. And now when they finally get it, the roles right, it, it, it kind of takes it away from it a little bit because it's been so overexposed. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't even enjoy the match or this feud as much as I could because I've seen it for so damn much that now it's like, just be done with this already. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it but it sucks because they finally figured out the roles within the last two years that now it's more enjoyable than when they fucking beat it to death five years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what I could that's what I kept thinking about that night. It's like, man, these two were just fun together. And yeah. I wish that this would have been the case from the beginning, as opposed to it just being now where it's overexposed. But yeah, I, I love that match. I, the only thing I didn't like about I, I didn't like the finish. But other than that, um, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, I don't. Th- for me, the finish was fine because I can clearly think of other finishes that I didn't enjoy. Uh, but nah, I thought it was fine for what it was. So, I mean, for that type of fight they were having, what needed to be done had to be done to get Brock out of here because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just. But you know, you look at that and you're like, wait a minute, what y'all trying to say? 
throwing all this shit on top of him or whatever. But I think that, and, and they still made him look strong. Oh so yeah, he, yeah, so he was still strong. Lost nothing. No, yeah. he didn't lose anything. He can come out there and get a pop. You know, like like nothing. And really, if they really wanted to keep it going, they could. I just don't think they know that's not the move to do right now. They need to move on to other things. Who knows? Does Brock want to do this no more? Because, you know, supposedly he walked out when he heard the Vince news. And you would have thought somebody would have hit them the game early. <laughs> but he came back. So I think that day was such a whirlwind day. Probably was. Think, yeah, I don't even think that it was just like, yeah. Because it was like, I guess it was a thing from him. I'm fucking hearing this not from the man himself or somebody close. I might be hearing this from Twitter. I might be seeing this on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking on my phone and seeing it. Nobody told me anything. And, you know, Paul or whoever had to talk to him. Like, come on, man. Just, just, just. Work. I think, I think, I think, I think, I, I think I heard Wade say this. I, I don't think Wade reported this, but I think that he just kind of theorized it. Uh-huh. And I think it probably even took Vince himself saying, like, yo, just chill out. It's all good, you know. Yeah, just you know. just finish the finish your work, finish your program, and you know you can go back on your farm or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just like I said, I think WWE is on the road to being something different, different than what we had the last couple of years. Um, do I think things are going to change overnight? Absolutely not. Do I think it's going to be something that you can say, "Oh, look, look"? No, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be slow. Small changes here and there. And if you're a wrestler fan, you'll know. You'll see. Just like I said, mm-hmm. you could just see characters. And you're starting to see him now. Yeah, you're seeing see it now. Him. So I just think it's a thing is just, just let Tribulates get some time on them. And y'all can see if y'all enjoy it or and don't honestly, enjoy it. for me, like, I feel like, I feel like the changes are more cosmetic than they are, like, wholesale in a lot of ways. Like, I want shows to feel important. Like, I know everybody's been talking about for years about bringing back pyro and bringing back interest, but I, I feel like that all is a cosmetic change that I think helps the product. The show feels more important when it was pyro and a theme song and, and, and it just, it, it felt like an event. Yeah. You know, they got, a, like they got in a situation of same old raw, same, same old, old raw, same, same old, old yeah. bland fin- opening. Like, no, like make this special. <laughs> like, think, I, uh, find I, a- for, I'm sorry, but for like Five to six months, maybe last year, raw, no, pre, pre-pandemic. Let me get it correct. Pre-pandemic, uh-huh. it was like a string of raws. You just knew how they were going to start. Somebody come out there and talk for 15 minutes. Yeah. Set up a match. Somebody, every raw started like this. Somebody come out there and talk. Yeah. Start yeah. a match. I'm just like, oh. It just, I want, just start the show different. I want a theme. I want, I don't even care what the hell the theme is. Just a theme song, pyro. Get the crowd jacked. Let's get on with the show. Make it two hours in and out. Pay per views, three hours. WrestleMania, four or five. That's it. Big you know, show. You know another thing I noticed? Like last week, Raw was really the Bailey and her group show. I think they had like three or four segments. The show was really pretty much centered around them the whole night. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. I was like, I like that. Even, even last night, even last night's show, you could say it was kind of centered around them. And now they sprinkled in obviously the Dominic thing and yeah, and some yeah, other yeah. Things. they did some other but, things. But even last night, they had multiple segments or whatever. You can so, tell you know. that it's a it's it when uh, it seems like when Triple H coming there for Raws is like, all right, let's have something we are focusing on for tonight. 
And you right. know they probably Have go around. The, yeah, they probably go around the table. Okay, this, this, this. Right. However they do it, but I think the wrestlers are gonna be a lot happy, no matter how you know CM Punk may feel. And to his credit, CM Punk can feel however he want to feel. Because I saw some people giving a lot of pushback with his little interview that he was talking about. You know the changes and stuff. Because he oh, can only what did he say I didn't even I didn't even see. Oh, it was that. at a it was at a con, like a comic con. I'm not sure which one. And I think somebody was interviewing him. And he was, you know, I guess they were asking, you know, what changes do you think they have over there? He was just basically like, I don't think there's going to be any changes because it's still pretty much the same people in the back working over there. You know, he just, you know, he had a a theory that it's going to be the same as always. Basically, pretty much the promo he cut on, you know, the pipe bomb. It's pretty much what he said. It's yeah, going to be the same I mean, thing. I, I don't, I don't, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like they'll be, I, I don't disagree with him. Now, obviously, he's got his own biases and his own issues, right? Right. I right. see a punk, so of course, right? But, so I think you should just, I don't even, not even take it with a grain of salt, but just like, he obviously, it's like, it's like asking your ex-wife. You know? Yeah, you talking <laughs> to a man who, right? had, you hasn't been there in like 10 years. So, right. he's but I been, also... Go ahead. I, but but here's the, but here's the, here's for me to say like I don't think I think the people that are expecting that WWE tomorrow or even in the next year or two is going to basically become this totally new thing that we've never seen before. I don't I don't think so. I don't I I I I don't see it that way. I think the changes will be I don't want to say small, but they'll be subtle. I think there'll be some differences. I think there'll be some changes. I mean, it's just natural. Triple H is his own man and Vince is his own man, right? One is 40, 50 years old and the other is close to 80. So there's just a generational gap there, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think it'll be... I, I think the way people are talking about it is like basically WWE is going to be something more akin to AEW or even New Japan or something like that. And I just... I, I don't see that. Yeah, I think... I think it's still going to be WWE, but under somebody else's vision. Whatever that right. vision becomes, you know, we're taking the ride to see what it's going to become. Because I'm not expecting to be exactly like Black and Gold. I'm not expecting to be 2.0, and I'm not expecting to be what Vince did. I'm expecting something fresh. And clearly, you can tell by the matches how they're doing their matches. They're not really trying to do the same match week to week. You know, it's only been two weeks, but we're starting to see things that. Yeah, you don't need to be doing certain things. You know, we can switch this up. We can be flexible with all these people we have on the roster. And that was another thing which I think Triple H understood was like, no, I'm bringing some people back because I can't keep putting Riddle out there every week. You know what I mean? I can't keep putting Orton out there. We got to move this thing around like musical chairs. Uh, but still have our focal points, our focal stars that we stick on Raw. But we got to move it around because people will get bored. And that's what happened over the years. People just got bored. Right. And that's why I think finally getting rid of the brand extension to me is optimum. Like, I think putting everybody on one show. But I think it also allows you to move things around much easier than when you just have a brand and you just have, well, these guys are only on Raw. These guys are only on Smack. Like, I feel like it allows you to kind of play that musical chairs. Like, some weeks where it allows you to just have Roman just on Raw and not on SmackDown. And that, that, fr that opens up SmackDown for a different act that that week or a couple weeks or you know maybe you have a week where you know this guy's only on smackdown for a couple days and, and, and it builds up smackdown for a little bit and kind of get opens up raw to be a little bit lighter on something else and maybe it opens up raw to do something else or whatever like i just feel like 
make it one roster, two shows, let's rock. And I feel like that I, would be better for me. I think that's a good idea, but I think the better, you know, you have your four to five highlighted people this. You just see them on Raw. You just see them on SmackDown. And then everybody else is just interchangeable. You can be on both shows, both weeks. You know what I mean? Still like pretty <laughs> much a full, but like yeah. a set of five people who, no, you just going to be on Raw. No, you just going to be on SmackDown. And then everybody else is just, you know, do what you want to do. I think that would be a little bit better to just saying everybody wide open because I'm sure Fox want their stars and, you know, USA want their stars. Clearly USA do because they like, yo, where the fuck is the champion? Where's the world champion? Why he always hold Fox? And clearly because Fox is the show that's getting the ratings. I mean, uh, you know, getting at least more ratings than Raw. So mm-hmm. I guess it was in Roman like, nah, I'm part-time now. <laughs> <laughs> this every week shit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm part-time there. Holler me or on every, Or this doing both Raw and SmackDown? Nah, nah, champ. I tell you another thing I enjoyed. I enjoyed how last week they highlighted the U.S. championship. Yes. Yeah. Let's just, get these boy, secondary to, titles yeah. popping. Because they yes. can main event a show. They can main event a night of um, SmackDown, yes. main event a night of Raw. Like, come on. I never understood that. Like, if you build these titles up and make them what they're supposed to be, and, and not just throw them on guys. But right. build the guys up that you want those titles to be on and and make it make sense when they actually win it and have it a part of their, you know, maturation is that, oh, wow, so-and-so is the champion or so-and-so is this guy. You know what I mean? It just helps the product even yes. more. Like, why? Would, it's like a resource that you're not even using. I feel like, like. Why wouldn't you do that? I feel like, you know, Vince was doing that. I guess Triple H going to continue with Gunther. I feel they are yeah. doing that with him. Like, nah, this is my title. Ain't nobody taking this from me. <laughs> exactly. Even and I and, and the same for the tag team titles and the same True. thing for the women's yeah. championships. Like, I, I just feel like I'm. I am always a proponent of making championships matter. Championships should matter. There should be something that every person that orbits every division that people should be fighting for and that you should take them seriously. Right. And when I mean take them seriously, I don't want to see the tag team champions get beat by the Intercontinental Champions. <laughs> I don't want to see the tag team champions thrown into a feud with the World Champions and get butt-fucked on TV every week. No, I want the champions and the people, the championships and the people holding those titles mean something. Mm-hmm. They definitely. Again, that's what I say. It's not. It's not rocket science. Like, I don't, I don't think this shit is rocket no, science. It's not. I don't think this is like some, you know, I, I, yeah. yeah. It's just frustrating and because it's like it's not rocket science. Because I was almost subject to think Ciampa and last week were going to main event last night. But after seeing the end, and I could see why it didn't main event because I feel like this is going to be kind of like a big deal. This whole, because uh, it seemed like it's going to be a him and AJ thing with um Loomis. That's what yeah, it felt like. That- I don't. I, f- I feel you on that, and I feel like with I get what they were going for, but I feel like a lot of the crowd didn't really even know who that was. No, they don't. Then and, and, and that's it, when you saw the people respond. It was like in pockets. So those are the people like, oh shit, I know who that is because I watch NXT. But for the nine to five, I'm taking my kid to see wrestling. Who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. I, I don't even feel. I don't even feel like it's just that. I feel like even just the. I feel like it's that little small ten percent. 
that watch NXT, that live, eat it, breathe it every day. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not knocking them, but I think the majority of my friends was like, oh shit. Like even me, it took me a minute to like, oh, that's that's so and so. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize until uh, I saw the other view that WWE put up. And then even then it was just like, oh. Okay. Like like same with the carrying cross thing. Like, oh. Okay, I'm not a big carry. I was never really a big carry. <sighs> Who, <Cross> was? <laughs> Who was? Who was? <laughs> bro, bro, there's some niggas online that feel like that were like, oh, oh yeah, carry across. And most I'm of like, them are most of them are Trump supporters and probably at the Capitol on January the sixth. <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> not me. You you fell for that. You fell. You fell for that. Nah, but I mean, like, I just feel like they gotta be careful. With uh, with just assuming that everybody know who these people are, because again, as, as say what you want to say about Vince, Vince had it right. Like eh, these these cats, they G leaguers. Like, well, hey, they're big, but they're not big where everybody knows who they are. So, like, we're gonna learn who booking, who which booking, you know, which booking last, or which booking people gonna gravitate towards. Because Triple H, like, no, this could be one universe. Let's make it make sense. Vince is like, I don't give a fuck what happened in in those other books. I'm changing the story. I guess we're gonna see which one. I don't even say changing the story, but don't assume that like everybody knows who these people are. Because I, it's I like, think I think don't. that's fair. I think that's fair what you're saying. But I think Triple H knows like he's super smart when it comes to NXT. He knows his audience. He knows because even when you hear him used to talk about NXT, he kind of knew what the deal was because he was always like, "Hey, you get him the main roster. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen." But you're on your way up. But I, but I also feel like Triple H, and it's an ego thing, right? And maybe it's just me, my whole bias is through, towards the Triple H that I knew or that I knew growing up. I think he feels like NXT is more important than it actually, or I think his NXT, he felt like that was more mainstream than I think he realizes that, that it, it might not have been, like where he might think look, like, oh, yeah. Look, let's stop, let's, 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 let's stop dancing around it. Some of them takeovers were absolutely better than the main shows, and I I'm can not, and I can understand. I'm not arguing that. I can understand him feeling that way. He can be like, man, look, we go out here and we rock and roll every takeover. What they? But gonna that's do? not that's not saying that's like saying some AAA games are better than than watching the Royals every week. I I, I, I absolutely I get what you're saying, but that's not saying that you bring up Joe Blow. Gonzalez playing first base for the AAA Rumble Ponies, and you bring Listen. him up to play Royals Cardinals. That half of the crowd is going to know who he is. Like right, I, that, but that, we're that, not. That, but that, see, that we're not talking about that. We're talking about weirdo wrestling fans. And when you got fifteen thousand in whatever arena it is in the NXT show going nuts, but then you got the right. same fifteen, another fifteen thousand coming to see the main show, and they hot, cold, hot, cold. If I'm Triple H, I'm gonna feel a certain type of way too. Like it's just my, it, it's just human nature. I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, well, I I get what you're I get what you're saying, but now, but see, this is this is why it's important to like have people around you. Like, yo, man, I hate to break it to you, bro, but like as far as that takeover shit, it was cool and it was great. It's like having a great underground artist that's dropping mixtapes after mixtapes after mixtapes and it's fire, fire, fire. But that's just assuming that just because his mixtapes are better than, you know, Jay-Z's albums, 
that doesn't mean that more people aren't going to gravitate still to Jay Z or going to gravitate towards that mainstream sound than say the, the underground. Right. Sound, you know what I mean? Like, he, but what I'm saying is he's in the seat now, so he's the mainstream head. So at, no matter what, people come to see WWE, right? That's what they're coming to see right, right now. So let's say right. somebody who doesn't know, like a like I said, working nine to five, taking their kids to see it. They don't know anything about backstories and stuff like this. I'm taking my kids to go see WWE, but what they're not realizing is it's WWE, but it's going to be booked from a different person. So it's going to be different perspectives or different things that right. happen. And all I'm saying is Triple H vision made right or wrong. We're going to find out. Right. Cause I don't think his booking going to change, but so much, even on the main roster, I just think it's going to be highlighted more to see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, 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 and I'm not trying to argue with you because I don't, I don't, you're not wrong. I'm just, I'm more or less saying like, I feel like, I hope he doesn't get into that trap of feeling like his own self importance in the sense of feeling like NXT black and gold was just this like mainstream phenomenon that everybody was just, Hanging on pins and needles for it. Yo, like, oh, you no, talking about <laughs> you talking about uh, the the place that ran? I mean, the place that walks so AEW can run. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's what it really is. That's all that happened. That I'm just being honest. True. Y'all can hate True. me. Who if y'all listen to this, that y'all is, can tell me no, wrong. No, I don't. I don't even. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's a hot take. Like I, yeah. I don't. They walk. They walked so AEW can run. Yeah. Not a bad thing. All all NXT was was just indie wrestling with the WWE brand on it. True. With with all NXT was, and I and I pissed I pissed some of my wrestling friends off that get mad when I say this, but all NXT was, all NXT black and gold was was your was your local indie wrestling with just WWE production, oh. WWE financing, and and backing. I'm sorry. And to re-clarify what I said, ring of honor. Crawled so that so that NXT could walk. So then we got AEW running. AEW can run. Yeah, that's basically right. what because everybody came from Ring of Honor over there. It was like, oh god, everybody. That's just what happened. Just like ECW crawls so that WWE. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, so yeah, absolutely. WWF can run. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just like, stole everything ECW did and was like, nah, we doing it better. Right. Or we doing it more mainstream. And people will see it and think we did it first, but lo and behold, this little underground <laughs> place in Philly was rocking and rolling, doing their thing. And I think what you're kind of saying, I kind of see what you're saying there, thinking about ECW, ECW, where it was a small group of people who you know enjoyed it, but it wasn't nationally known. You know, it took it a while for people to be like, oh yeah, I watch ECW, oh I know about ECW, but for a while yeah. it was just that small niche thing that you know you knew about it. 2 a.m. in the morning or whatever time it came away we lived at. Right. Exactly. And that's what I th- and that's what I'm saying. So I feel like I feel like Triple H just kind of a, a warning for him. Like I don't want him to just feel like, oh yeah, well, don't y'all know so and so for black and gold? Everybody watch this. It's like, no, actually, Hunter, not everybody watched that. And this so is what this is where video packages and people and the announcers telling the story are gonna help out a lot. True and vignettes, old school, some old school shit. Yeah, where you, I don't want to see. That's the thing. Like with Carrying Cross, whatever you may feel about Carrying Cross himself, right? I would have liked it better if you, you, you hype this dude up. You make this dude feel like a big deal. Vignettes, packages, where it's like, okay, this dude is 
oh shit, what, what is like? I still think vignettes are the most effective way to promote a wrestler. The only problem with just, his vignettes would have been with him with that stupid outfit on without the girl. You know what I mean? It would be kind of incomplete vignettes. <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but not not even necessarily just him. I'm just saying in general. Like I still feel like that's how I want new debuting yeah. acts from NXT to come out. Now, this surprise where they're just in the crowd and it's just like. Who is that? Yeah, like, it, it got to be somebody. And you're sitting there Googling, like, who is this? Oh, it's so-and-so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, right. you got to, uh, I got to say, you got to um, choose wisely when you want to do stuff with certain people. Like, if it's somebody from NXT now, you got to kind of like, well, who can we choose and people would actually know? You know what I mean? It's kind of hard because right. that roster is different. And right. a lot of people I, jump, I jumped like, off the NXT. I feel like now. most people would know who Braun Breaker is. But I don't even Braun would be like eh, and he was that? on Raw like what two times? Yeah, I mean I, they might yeah. know. Now I'm not sure if they're gonna remember. Um, yeah, at 75, 70, 70, 70, 30. Like they might know. Like 70 30 will know, right? But like everybody else, you know, even Carmelo, they'd be like, Who who is that? Is he a street prophet? Like who is what who, who is this person? Yeah. Like I think people would just be like, eh. Who's this person? And again, I'm not trying to bash it. I'm just, I'm just. No, you make sense, like, and because this is a a more diluted NXT from the black and gold, right? Let's be honest, right? Because a lot of people right. jumped off the bandwagon. They went to AEW. They're not watching right. NXT no more. So 2.0 is like a like you really got to be into it. And like I'm, I'm and even I black my and hand. gold was starting to lose some. Even and people act like black and gold was firing on all cylinders when they destroyed it or disbanded it. I think black and gold was starting to kind of. I think everybody can admit that the black and gold was starting to fall off a little bit. I was. It, 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 this is when it was going against uh, a new AEW, so it was kind of like a thing of, well, I'm gonna watch AEW. Fuck this, you know. I'll watch this later or whatever. Just one of those things. I think that. Um, yeah, I just think now there's just it's really the niche thing, right? If Tuesdays mm-hmm. you at home, it, it like now I'm one of the people who enjoy it. I do watch it because I like to see the young people coming up. But I know that's not for everybody. Everybody's not going to take the same. Most people don't have that much time or, you know, whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, I just think that maybe when, you know, Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels may, you know, get together, hey, this is how we're going to map this out. This is what we're going to have because I want people to come to the main roster and be fluent. And it's hey, it got to be a different way of doing it, right? It's I, just, I, I, can't, I can't help but think, right? You just, you just reminded me. I can't help but th- the cynical, the cynical me that hates all things click. The click finally won. <laughs> they told you they're gonna run wrestling forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> they finally won, though, did they? I oh, mean, in a way, they kind of, they kind of won. I right? mean, it's kind of wild. They outlasted, they outlasted Vince. It is kind of wild. HBK down there in Florida, you know, messing with the youngins and. Triple H has got all the you know the main stars. It's like oh wow, okay this is this is wild. But hey, the click one man, the the click one. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I said. These last two weeks have been wild. Uh, I guess we're gonna close out the show. Show. Hey man, Sasha and Naomi, where it is they they're gonna be back soon. And how would yeah. you bring them? Yeah. Oh, back? But, hold on before 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 we before we close with that yeah. real quick. What's up? Real quick, what do you think? What do you think about Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon? I know it's it's more business. I just think it's weird, but after reading more about Nick Khan, like this dude is a businessman. I don't expect him to be in a wrestling business long. 
Like, I don't expect him to be here like five, ten years. I'm doing wrestling because he seemed like a person that's like, no, nah, I, I get big deals done and I move on. So it's just weird that Coco thing. And all I can think about is the office episode <laughs> with Michael and uh, old boy being a co-managers. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? But I think maybe and this is just me not knowing the business of how they you know how they do their deals and stuff is Nick Khan is really taking care of like the business deal and Stephanie is the face for like those people that knew Vince and maybe she was there with some of the meetings mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a you do this and I do this but we stay out of each other way <laughs> you know we don't intervene yeah. in that stuff and then Triple H guys you know he'll deal with what we don't want to deal with is the wrestlers so he can handle all that so I right. don't know. It's just it's 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 interesting. I don't think it's gonna last. Just reading about Nick Khan, this dude does like major deals in different yeah. areas. So yeah, I don't think it's gonna last either. I just don't think there's the, the reason why there there aren't two presidents. You know, the reason why there aren't two dictators. There's a reason why there aren't two. You know, there aren't. Right. You know, Apple wasn't run by two people. It was Steve Jobs. I you feel know, by twenty was it? I feel like by twenty twenty four twenty five. It'll be Stephanie by herself. That's just the way I feel. I don't, you know. I just, I disagree. I think Nikon is there for that company to sell, and I think once that company sells, I think they will appoint either Nikon full time as the full CEO. Yeah, but he, I forward. don't think that's his bag. I don't think. Or, I don't think wrestling is somebody bag. else. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I WWE is going to sell within the next two to four years. I think WWE is going to sell. If they, I mean, if they do, I don't see them moving Stephanie out because she knows. Like, she is just too much. Too much she knows. Too many people, you know, that that comfortability with all these different, you know, with your USAs, with your Fox, with your Saudi Arabia. I don't I don't see that happening, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, you, you may be right, but I just, it, it's, it's weird for me that, um, you know, basically Stephanie was ousted, what, two, three months ago? Mm. And now all of a sudden she left. She, she, <laughs> now see, this is another thing why I think this was all they had a vision of this happening, other stuff coming out because two months ago she's like, oh, I want to be home with my kids more, and then Triple H was coming back. So it was like, oh well, you know, the kids that have one parent home. Then all of a sudden it's like, no, Stephanie's coming back. And I'm like, that's weird. Then like two or three weeks later, all this Vince stuff started coming up. Then two more weeks come day. I think it was like a thing they kind of got word of and had to put people in place as soon as they can so they can you know transition without yeah. events yeah we'll see i, I i'm 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 actually because the wrestling the wrestling is the wrestling it's gonna be e- i i think it's easier than i think people make it out to be i'm more i'm more fascinated with the business side of things like how is that going to work when wwe sells who buys it and when they buy it are they going to want to just erase all things mcmahon too because hey let's 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 not act stephanie's still a mcmahon and and who the hell knows what all comes out from this McMahon situation, you know? And, you know, listen, the Clippers had David Stern, you know, David Stern's daughter, they don't, then still own it after the fact, you know what I mean? Or still run it after the fact, you know, they, a lot of times when you, you, you change leaderships and stewardships like that, like you want to get away from the past, you know, the past stewards and, you know, family, fair or unfair. Um, I just don't think you get rid of Miss Stephanie. Cause I think, as far you're probably as right. you probably right. As far as you know, Stephanie, the you know, outside the ring, man, it seems like she's been doing some good work for WWE. So I mean, you know, 
Yeah. I just don't yeah. see I, Listen, yeah. I'm not in those meetings, so I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't, we don't know. know. I don't know. Ask yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Yeah, but let's, let's, I, just, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, though, because I, I, I find that aspect a little bit more interesting to me. Uh, what, what, how we, how we bringing in, how we bringing back our girls, our queens, Sasha and Naomi? The fuck y'all me. The fuck you mean y'all having a tournament? <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I can see. Obviously, um, I think obviously with Bailey and her crew, whatever they name that that eventual trio, um, yeah, they definitely- whatever they name them, I could see them naming them the Hunger or whatever. But I don't know, whatever. But um, whatever they name those three gals. Um, Obviously, they're going to play a big role in the uh, the tag team title tournament. Mm-hmm. I can see Dakota and EO winning it. And then after the fact, Naomi and Sasha obviously coming back. Pulling up. Uh, pulling up and just saying like, yo, what's good? Right. And then obviously, you got the history there with, with Naomi or with uh, Sasha and Bailey. So obviously, that just adds to, to more... Um, you know, more of a storyline there to play off of. And I, I think it might happen at Clash of the Castle. Are we, I mean, are we 100% sure? I, I'm not even saying it for Naomi, but with Sasha. I get the feeling with Sasha, bro, that like she might be ready to get the, get the fuck on. Well, last thing I read, um, they, I think Dave Melser is saying it's pretty much a done deal, whatever that means. Oh, it's pretty much a done deal that she is coming back? Yeah. So, you know, that is hmm. Dave Meltzer. He ain't. I mean, if she is great, I, I'm, I'm, you know, for how I, long, I, you know, it may be, you know, I'm riding on my contract till next year or whatever it may be. We don't know because yeah. she clearly, we'll she see. clearly was having the ball outside of wrestling for the last what couple of months, the last couple hey, of weeks. She, she probably see it like, yo, man, I'm still young. I still, I look great, yeah. you know, and I'm, and I'm getting, I'm getting this bag over here. Why not? Why not start the exit plan early? Yeah, you know I, mean? I, 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 and maybe, I got maybe this walking out shit expedited those plans. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, that I, Disney I, I, money I, might be looking right, right in the face too, like because I'm sure she's gonna be on one of them Star Wars shows. Yeah, absolutely. So now, I think she'll be. I, I think. Listen, if, if Tuna Meltzer is reporting it, then I, you know, I gotta somewhat yeah, believe it. He ain't a hundred percent, but on something like this, he usually gotta, you know, he usually got some yeah. sort of. Word confirmation yeah I think she, I, I, and when i say that i i do think they will be back now that i think triple h is there i think that somebody again an adult in the room that's just not this yeah they're not dealing with year old man. <laughs> right i think that they will i think that they and i wouldn't be surprised if stephanie's running interference as well right. but oh, I think absolutely absolutely I, I i think they will be back um and yeah i think i think whatever they do with them is going to be money because again you got Bailey and her little trio now, and you know you can have Sasha and Naomi teaming up with Bianca. Hey, we still got you know, we still got, got uh, Charlotte Flair that's out too. So yeah, said, Charlotte said, Becky at some point eventually going to come back, right? You know, so they ain't even their full roster yet. No, they're not the full roster, and they, and, and they could still get better. Um, I, I I don't like the Judgment Day. I feel like they're wasting um, our, our our baby. Our yeah, baby. yeah, it's definitely um, something off with that group. Uh, Rhea, um, and I don't, th- and I don't see, I don't see Dominic being added to it helping. Yeah, at all. it seems like something is off. And they should have never gotten rid of Edge. I think I, that's I what it is. That. I think that's what it is that Edge fit and Finn kind of don't. 
And no, maybe bro, Finn is so overrated, bro. I'm tired of having this discussion with people. The dude offers nothing. Offers nothing. Nah, let's let's relax on that. He offers. He's great in the ring. We all know he's great in the ring. He's great in the ring. He can do flips and dips till you're blue in the face. Taking he's his take, taking the demon away away from him took something away. Remember he's that boring. He's boring. I, I don't think he's boring. I just think he's bland. He's bring generic. the demon back, and and you got something there. But they. Kinda, I agree with you. The demon is better. But if you're not going to do the demon full time, and if you're not going to do the demon, hell, you're not even going to do the demon half the time. That's right. He's, they just went away from it. I don't know if that was a Vince choice or his choice, but bro, bring it back. Like you don't have to do it every week, but you know when the shit get popping, we need to see it. Uh, yeah, I just, I, you know me. I've never been a Finn Balor guy. I feel like more, the more and more you put this guy on stuff, it's just more of the same. It's like. You know, yeah, it's putting like, a little yeah, purple yeah. purple sash on him doesn't make him a heel. Purple sash, <laughs> they should have never kicked Edge out of the group. I I don't understand the logic. It never made sense. The group wasn't even around for like two months, and then of I course think if I were real, if, if I had saw something, they would say something like it was something they wanted him to do, and he was against it. So that's why they just kicked. You know, they just changed course. Some I forgot, I can't remember what it was. They either wanted, I forgot what they wanted him to do, but he just was like, nah, I don't, no, no way. What do you mean? Like, in real um, life? Let me talk about storyline wise. They wanted um, him to do something. I think he was against it. Like, don't, I think he was basically saying it didn't make sense or why would I do that? So they just went ahead and just turned them back baby face and inserted uh, Finn Balor. Yeah. See, to me, if you're going to do something like that with Ed, Gonna get a haircut, new theme, and all that. You got to go all the way in, with right? That. You went to just felt weird. Unless they gonna have a double turn, I don't know. And now that's too. I mean, it that's, could. Yeah, happen. that'd be too weird. But I feel like the whole Judgment Day's thing is dead on arrival. I, I don't. It, it just did work. And the one you had potential with it because they, you know, they had me for a little bit with Edge and you know Damian Priest, and you got Rhea, and it, you know, but. To me, I just I don't know. It, they just they dropped the ball on that big time, and now it's just a mess. And I don't even think Dominic doing whatever they're doing with Dominic. I don't think that helps. And I just to me, the group is just an afterthought. Um, you know, I do like what they're doing with the Street Profits. Uh, hey, can I, I say I, something on here that I haven't said about the Street Profits yet? I haven't <laughs> tweeted. I haven't said it. I just been watching people talk. Sure. How how about this, guys? How about the street profits just exist. They just are what they are, but they say, man, look, I want to go do my own thing. Yes. And they still yes. can be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why can't they do what the new, the new day did, but just be open yes. about it. Like, I want to see if I can do this thing on my own. Cause there's a lot of things I want to achieve. You know what? I respect that. Anytime you need me, I'm there for you, bro. Like, bro, why do we have to have a turn? Like, yeah, exactly. Right? Why does every, I feel like this is what, I, I, listen, the Shawn Michaels turning on Mario Gennetti was, was one great. Of those iconic was one of those iconic wrestling moments. Like if you look at a wrestling dictionary and you see like turns, you'll see that in the dictionary as like an iconic turn. But I feel like it's 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 hampered everything else following it for the last twenty something years, where I feel like everything has to be the Shawn and Marty Gennetti turn. You know, what I mean like no, every tag team doesn't have to turn on each other. Sometimes it's just like, yo, man, hey, man, we got singles aspirations. All right, dog, big dog, you know, I got you, bro. Oh, damn, bro, you want the U.S. title? All right, bet, I'm going for the Intercontinental title. Or, you know, whatever. And they could just still exist and still do their own things. Like, 
you're never going to recreate the Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty thing. Every other tag team they've tried to do it with, it's failed miserably. Even with the Hardy Boys. No one ever wanted to see Matt and Jeff fight. You know, they wanted them to just do their own thing. And come back and link up when they were when they wanted when they was some shit that meant something. Like, same thing here. Like, I don't think people yeah. I don't first of all, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a climate for anybody to see the street profits break up. Right. And you know, it's like, nah, have Montez do his thing, have you know, Angelo do his thing. They link up when they need to link up. And that's it. Yeah. You know? We don't always need this good guy bad. I'm with you. That's one of those things that bothers me, man. It's like but a tag team, oh, they got to turn them. Oh, they got to turn them. Oh, they got to like, No, just because another thing, too, as both of us being black men, it's just one of those things where you just like, nah, I just want to go do something else, right? Yeah. And you might be with the crew and they may be doing, nah, I just want to go do my own thing real quick. A different Which, wave. Yeah. Still, yeah. It's a different wave. It's a different wave. Like, yo, man, I'm rocking this wave right now, but, you know, are you still my bro? Like, Yeah, yeah so like... like I'm, I'm I'm more cooler with that than the whole breakup thing, and I know that's what a lot of people are clamoring for. You know, Montez putting on the weight, getting jacked. I get it too, but you know, it don't yeah. have to always Montez, be the way. Montez, hey, uh, we still got a wellness policy. No, nah, I ain't gonna put that on that man. <laughs> I'm gonna, just fucking around. I'm just saying, my nigga, my, my my guy. I saw another day. I was like, God damn, Montez. Yeah, he getting swole as fuck for real. Golly, like, this nigga done got swole out of nowhere. Uh, Jeez. yeah, we, hey. we, we we gonna close it out on that right there. Salute uh, to him, salute to him for for living the good life, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all that listen to the episode. Appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, we know we yes. say it all the time. It's been a minute, yeah. yeah we got to sure. get back on this thing, but I kind of like the way that we do this show because we come back with something actually to say, not regurgitating everything everybody said week to week to week. But anyway, let people know what you got going on and where they can follow you at. Oh man. Too much to name, but yeah, y'all know what it is, man. Y'all listen to the show, y'all know what it is, so I won't bore y'all. But uh, the, for, for for anybody that's gonna be listening to this for the first time and wondering who's this fellow with the sexy voice, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, nah, man, Manny <laughs> Brown, host of Any Given Sunday. We're on our summer hiatus, but we'll be back August 20th with a brand new episode, and we're gonna be rocking every week, every Sunday, uh, all throughout the football season, obviously, and into the next year, whatever. So we're just taking a little bit of a summer break. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back August 20th, any given Sunday. And that's a podcast is available on all platforms. You know, so anywhere you can find podcasts for free on the Internet, we are there. So check us out. Obviously, MLBbro.com, where I talk about baseball, black baseball specifically. Um, my, me and my man, uh, Mark Gray, do a show called Debatable every week on MLBbro.com. And it's also on YouTube at MLBbro dot com mlb bro just like it sounds mlb bro dot dot com um so that's where you can find that and uh dead end sports man i haven't been on in a while but i'll be back making my triumphant return as well you know sports the sports stuff kind of gets takes a go into a little bit of a hiatus during the summer months but um you know we, we'll, be, we'll be back soon here cooking on dead end sports and that's another show that you can find on youtube as well as so live streams every tuesdays and thursdays it's me and five other fellas arguing about sports and talking shit the way we do so dead end sports on youtube and it's also a podcast so you can find it wherever you can find podcasts as well dead end sports yep y'all know what it is you can find all our other episodes that we did here for the I'm Not Dave Wrestling Podcast. You can find them easily by going to Jeff versus the World Podcast.com. Find them there. Uh, wherever you listen to us, uh, wherever it may be, Apple, Google, 
I don't care. Anchor. Hey, leave a star rating. Leave a review. It helps us out. Gets yes. our show out there. Gets more people hungry for more people of color talking about wrestling out there to find us and listen to us. Um, other than that, we'll be back sooner than later. So y'all take care. Peace. We'll see y'all when we see y'all. Peace. Peace.